They call themselves anonymous. They are hackers on steroids, treating the web like a real-life video game, sacking websites, invading MySpace accounts, disrupting innocent people's lives. And if you fight back, watch out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very hacker-friendly episode of the Weekend Superheroes Podcast. Today is Monday, November 26, 2017. This is episode 20. Five, everybody. 20, 25th anniversary. Holy wow. <laughs> we got to celebrate this shit. I didn't even bring you anything silver. I'm Sean, and sitting with me tonight is Pat, Steve, and Darius. How is everyone tonight? How you guys doing? Hello. Delightful. Steve, who did we talk to last time? A real-life, modern-day witch, Akasha Wolf. Akasha Wolf. And it was on fucking Devil's Night. Yeah, how cool was how, that? How much better does that get? You know what I mean? Yeah. Pretty awesome. Guys, Delightful. And, and if you haven't seen her, you can go check her out on YouTube. <laughs> she, I think she has two channels now, which is insane. Um, she but, doesn't have four channels? Oh, I see what uh, you did there. Wait, uh, <laughs> wait <laughs> sa- save it for the podcast. Wait. We are the oh, podcast. Oh, wait. Not, oh, we're recording, recording right now. <laughs> still recording. Yeah, it is. So today we are talking about a relatively new concept called hacktivism. Uh, there's no better group in the industry more famous or infamous uh, than anonymous. But who are they? What are they? And what do they want? First, let's do it with the terminology, right? For uh, for the not so tech savvy people, that you know, the ones that uh, normal people that have normal sex with normal people. Yeah, the people who just live. <laughs> you said a normal, normal life. A lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, Basically, the people who aren't fucking nerds. Yeah. So like here's us. so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna start with uh, let's start with Steve. Mm-hmm. Steve, I want you to tell me what trolling is. Basically, you're a dick. Like, you are just an asshole for the purpose of being an asshole. There's no other reason. You might not agree with the opinion that you're putting out there. You're just doing it to piss people off. What's the goal of trolling? To piss people off. To piss whoever you're Yeah, to piss people off and get a reaction. That's all it is. Uh, Darius, tell me what a meme, M-E-M-E, what is a meme? A meme is something that it's usually a picture or a video, and it has something that you can relate to that's something funny that you like to share with people, tag them in, and it's usually like... Either, it could either be an asshole comment or it could be like something making fun of someone. So an idea that there's, you, you want to go viral. You yeah, yeah. There's, like, a, there's like an ironic caption over the yeah, and, over. and people take it and put different captions on it. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. So I guess the goal is to make sure that it stays viral, right? You know, just want yeah. like two people to just keep pass sharing it, it on. Out, you know. Okay, so we know we're trolling. We know what meme is. So we got to go to the last one. You're going to hear this one a lot through this podcast. So I'm going to talk to Pat. Pat, tell me what a DDoS or DDoS attack is. Uh, so it stands for Distributed Denial of Service. And it's basically taking a large number of computers, either controlled by people or a botnet, which is where they take over your computer, and it's sending more traffic to a website than it can handle and basically taking it offline. Very like cool. what they've done with the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox every Christmas for the past like four years. <laughs> right. Yep. Dicks. For the law. Cannot play your game Fucking online. So, Dicks. So would you say that's trolling, Steve? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So to dumb it down even further, imagine... Um, uh, the 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 website you want to go to is like a room, and it obviously has a door. And every once in a while, someone goes through that door. Now you've hired ten thousand people to go through that door as well. You're not going to have enough uh, of the ones that actually want to get through that door. They're going to fall to the wayside, and it's going to fall. Yeah, if you don't have, have enough, enough door width. Okay, so according to Wikipedia, Anonymous is a loosely associated international network of activists and hacktivists. Um, it's that they are associated with a group, but it's described as an internet gathering with a very loose and decentralized command structure uh, that operates on ideas rather than directives. But I think they're more than that. Uh, I became obsessed with this group a really, really long time ago uh, when they waged war on ISIS. 
Uh, but I had no idea what these guys were responsible for well before then. I think we just have to call them a group because we don't have another name for it. It's so like an idea, like a network of former online jagoffs who eventually stumbled upon how powerful they could become. But to better understand these guys, let's start from the beginning. So Anonymous originated in 2003 with a web platform called 4chan. Has anyone ever been on this thing? I uh, have, yeah. I have not. I have. Recently? or, or? No, it's been a few years. So you said you've been on it. Yeah, Pat. but probably not since, gosh. Since like, the fappening. 2005. Okay, so 4chan, what I can describe it as is online image board. It's like um, they have di- you can separate in different boards with different types of content, like like Pinterest without rules. Yeah, kind of. Right. So it was launched on October 1st, 2003, by a guy named Christopher Poole, P-O-O-L-E, uh, who created originally for the, just the love of anime. And uh, Nerd. turns out the internet took over. Oh, yeah. That's that's, how it always happens. That's what the internet does. Um, So it looks like the worst website in the world. Literally the worst. It it seriously looks like a Hello World website. (laughs) It's it's the most basic thing you could possibly do. It's like someone's first try at a website ever. It's more basic than Craigslist, which we covered in like episode two or three. Right, right, right. So even the categories are horrible because he just named them as as letters. You literally have to mouse over them to see what they are. So... uh, so it's a slash A through slash Z, and then he ran out of those and started going slash news and, and other things like that. Um, so, but, but you have to admit that 4chan is responsible for some of the greatest memes, trolls, and digital pranks Absolutely. that are still alive today. For sure. Still oh, yeah. alive. Yeah. Also, some of the most horrific things you'll ever see on the internet. What, can you give us an example of those puppies? <laughs> um, it's kind of a meme, but the, have you guys heard of Good Night or Sleep Well, Sweet Prince? What's that? So if I remember correctly, it's a kid who killed himself because he didn't get an iPod, and they literally went and left an iPod on his grave to oh, the picture and said, "Sleep well, God. sweet prince." I yeah. have heard of this a thousand times. I didn't know that's what. I'm, well, it couldn't originate. Sleep well, sweet prince. Had to I'm sure it's from something else. Oh, Jesus, but like, please, that God. that's yeah, Jesus. It, it's something along those lines. It's it's. Some of the most horrific <laughs> things you'll see on the internet. Jesus. So uh, it, it's also, it, in case you don't want to make it so horrible, um, there is. it's also lolcats, right? Lolcats, yeah. Which is why the cats have taken over the internet. And also being Rickrolled. Rick I think Roll. you may have heard That's about that. Oh, yeah. The Food Darius, Fighters just did that not too long ago. Darius, yeah, they did. Would you be able like, to sing us a few bars? Oh, by Rick Astley. You know what's funny? Um, Newfound Glory right now is on their 20th anniversary tour. And before every show, they show this video of them, like, from when they first started to the tours that are recently going on now. And as soon as that video ends, it's... <laughs> <laughs> so they wreck-roll the crowd every, before every show. But you can't talk about 4chan without talking or mentioning slash B. Random. Yeah. So if you mouse over, it does say random. This is apparently, like, the worst of the worst. It started simple until the goal was eventually to post the most disgusting things you could ever imagine. Something you can't... Unsee. So I'd never been on it, but I went for it. I went for it for the first time. I ever. hope you did it in incognito mode. No, I didn't. Uh, it's This laptop is going to die anyway, so I put slash B, and the very first thing, the very first thing I saw was a man's wet, hairy asshole. That goatee. Numero what? uno. Was it goatee? Uh-oh. Maybe I don't know Go- about Goatee it. was the... the thing where the guy pulling his asshole apart? No, it wasn't any hands. It was just like a wet, hairy asshole and a scrotum hanging down uh. beneath it. Huh. I mean, it's, it's better than meat swing, though. I mean, yeah, it's, it's my background. You just sit there now. and like, watch I really, it. I really enjoy it. 
Oh, jeez. Um, anyway, yeah, it didn't so, take you to Lemon Party, so that's cool. <laughs> so with Fortran, you could use a screen name and and post as that screen name. But if you didn't have a name or just didn't want to, you could post under anonymous. There we go. So it's anonymous. That's sort of where that uh, sort of whole name came from. I thought that was pretty cool. So the internet can be a very dark and dreary place, uh, where you can, and you can hide behind a curtain and hit caps locks and bring the pain if. Uh, if nobody knows who you are. <laughs> it's an original keyboard warrior. Uh, exactly. So in July 2006, uh, what happened? There was a, a Finnish networking site called uh, Habbo Hotel. Yeah, so Habbo Hotel is a, was a Finnish social networking site, and a rumor started going around on 4chan on Slash B that the mods of Habbo Hotel were banning users based on the color of their avatar skin. So on July 6, 2006... Uh, a group calling themselves the Slash B Lockers, Blockers, get it? It's clever. Ah, Blockers. Uh, they decided to do what they call a raid on the site and block popular hangouts. Uh, basically, they exploited a glitch that didn't allow avatars to pass through each other when they were entering or exiting a premises. So they blocked the pool, the pool and would you know, quote-unquote shout, so in all caps. Blocked the digital pool, the, the digital pool. Yeah, and they would shout at everyone saying, Pools closed at anyone who was trying to enter the pool. Oh, Jesus. So that, wait, there was a meme of like a guy with an afro. Yeah. So the symbol of this was uh, the avatars were all black men wearing suits with afros. Oh, okay. And, so and that, was the, that was where that meme came from. So that's where the, <laughs> that's where the meme comes from. And actually, uh, as a result of this, any if you go to that social networking site and you try to create an avatar that's black with an afro and a suit you automatically get banned <laughs> they torn it <laughs> that's great right so i believe this was like sort of the first time the members of 4chan found that uh, they were powerful whenever they had the numbers to do something like that but i gotta talk about this one this was the biggest one and and my personal favorite this was a guy named hal turner he was a white supremacist from new york fuck him he prided himself on a quote unquote smashing political correctness, he was a, he was nothing more. He was like he was a fucking neo Nazi. He was a, a douchebag. He was a yeah. super Douche. racist shithead. Actually, on CNN, you know, he was selling little nooses. Oh, oh, awesome. oh, right. So they asked, Not cool. they asked him about it. They're like, okay, so what does this represent? And he's like, it represents justice. Wow, justice. So this bastard got himself a fucking radio show, right? And he made the mistake of trying to make fun of someone on 4chan. Oh, no. Oh, you don't fuck with the 4chan. That's it, dude. That's not it. You're, a good idea. That's it. <laughs> You're going to have a bad time. Yeah. So Anonymous starting, of course, trolling him on the phone first. Lots of videos of YouTube of him getting trolled. Uh, one of them talked about uh, he went in there. He's like, can you believe? You know what? You know what I hate? Is black people. Black people, right. Black people, right? Hey, but that's like Whoa. the first thing he said. I, I came to, well, this was one of the trollers. He said, look, I, I came here. I came to West Philadelphia. I was born and raised here. <laughs> on the playground is where he I kept him on the days. phone for like 10 minutes with the Fresh Prince. Oh, no, he didn't. A anonymous awesome. troller Shoot had him on for so long that like even no, no, no one else could get through on the phone. <laughs> it was Like beautiful. this dude was just talking to him by reciting words to the the fucking theme song Everything. of the West. Everything, and oh, they just, they just expanded out. It was perfect. That's so good. Go on YouTube. You can find a I lot of videos of this Hal Turner asshole getting trolled. So th then Anonymous found out where he lived. They sent pizza, um, uh. other material, like uh, construction materials <laughs> <laughs> to his house that he had to eventually pay for. Oh, no. <laughs> then they took it to a new level because they found out that he had to pay for his own bandwidth. 
Yeah. Oh, Good night. And then they Sweet pounded prints. him with traffic. I mean, pounded that him. That is the end. There is a clip going on YouTube right now. You can find him saying that he got a bill, and it was over a trillion dollars. <laughs> a trillion dollars? <laughs> Holy shit. What the fuck did they do? Like... I don't know if it's true or not, but he is saying it. It's his voice. And he's like, it was over a trillion dollars. Uh, you know, and eventually the bills got so high, he couldn't keep the show on. He couldn't keep the show on the air. Anonymous one. So they took it off the air. Hal Turner, zero. Awesome. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Good for it. them. I loved it. I loved it. And I think this was like their turning point. This is when they realized they had some kind of moral high ground. Was their turner point? <sighs> oh, no. We need a like a wop wop myself. And now they found a way to turn their evil into good. They had the moral high ground, and, and they can get more people on board. So they finally gained national in, and international press for one very specific protest. This was a protest against the Church of Scientology. Uh, fuck those people. You guys might know these people. Yeah, we talked to someone. People. Yeah, what was her name? Steph Caldini. She was awesome. Yeah, why did you, just well, yeah, why'd you answer? Thanks. Why'd you ask yeah. if you weren't going to let us answer? Hey, Pat, what was her name? Steph Caldini. Right? <laughs> she was fantastic. A force in the CR. Go check out that Great episode. person. But uh, if, you, if you don't hate the church and Scientology now, go listen to that episode. Then you most certainly will. Um, so this is when they started gaining all that, uh, the, the press. The other gains. In 2008, there was a video that leaked to the internet of uh, Tom Cruise. I don't know if you remember this one, but uh, he was laughing and acting like a lunatic. It was, uh, it was Scientology. It was leaked and put on YouTube. Uh, but Scientology issued a copyright violation claim against YouTube, and the Anons hated it. They kept putting it up on different websites, and then they would take it down so quick it would make their head spin. Anonymous was pissed. Thus, the birth of Project Chinology. Hello. Leaders of Scientology, we are anonymous. Over the years, we have been watching you, your campaigns of misinformation, your suppression of dissent, your litigious nature. All of these things have caught our eye. With the leakage of your latest propaganda video into mainstream circulation, the extent of your malign influence over those who have come to trust you as leaders has been made clear to us. Anonymous has therefore decided that your organization should be destroyed. For the good of your followers, for the good of mankind and for our own enjoyment, we shall <laughs> proceed to expel you from the internet and systematically dismantle the Church of Scientology. So that video was published on January 21st, 2008, followed by a new video called Call to Action on January 28th. Uh, this was calling for protest outside of the Church of Scientology. According to Wikipedia, on February 22nd, 150 people gathered outside the Church of Scientology, centered in Orlando, Florida. There were small protests. They were held in Santa Barbara, California, and Manchester, England. And on February 10th, which was the date mentioned in the video, roughly 7,000 people protested in more than 93 cities worldwide. There's one here in Pittsburgh. Against the Church worldwide. of Scientology. Yeah, absolutely. Was that prestige, prestige worldwide? Worldwide. Boats and hoes. Boats and hoes. So this is when we began seeing those masks you guys know so well. Guy Fox. Very good. So masks from the graphic novel. Uh, film, uh, film. What was the film? V for Vendetta. Right. So the masks are uh, those of a man named Guy Fox. And they, they, were, they, they used them. So Scientology, who you guys know, when you oppose them, they take your picture. They... Uh, they exploit everything of, of your past. And they're say, the worst people oh, on absolutely. the planet. They, they try to be anonymous, but they're not nearly as good as they are. Which is why these they anonymous started wearing these masks. 
so Scientology couldn't track, and usually they were against them. Um, so that's where that all came from? Absolutely. Yeah. Huh. we got to talk about WikiLeaks. WikiLeaks was started by Julian Assange. That's right. So even though Anonymous isn't responsible for their creation of WikiLeaks, they are still like the site security guards. And they're pretty good security guards to have. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. This, is, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is who you want on your side. In December 2010, WikiLeaks came under the microscope and was pressured to stop publishing secret U.S. documents and cables. Corporations such as Amazon, PayPal, Bank of America, MasterCard, Visa put a halt to any and all donations to WikiLeaks. And this pissed Anonymous off. You don't piss Anonymous off. You just don't do it. They'll get you. In response, Anonymous launched a denial-of-service attack against Amazon, PayPal, MasterCard, Visa, and the Swiss Bank Post Finance. Both MasterCard and Visa websites were completely shut down on December 8th. And you think at this point, you think at this point people would learn. Yeah, like you just, you know, <laughs> you know what they're going to do. Don't. don't piss them off. It's they, not. They don't. And this is Anonymous's claim to fame. In February of 2011, a guy by the name of Aaron Barr, he was the chief executive of a security firm called H.B. Gary Federal. Whoops. He said that his firm had successfully infiltrated the anonymous group. He said that his plan was this to send uh, skip sending the details to the police, but rather he would reveal his findings, which included personal information of some of the bigger players in Anonymous at a conference in San Francisco. Yeah, how'd that work out for him? Now, to put that in hacker terms, Anonymous is a hornet's nest. And Barr said, I'm going to stick my penis in that thing. <laughs> Faster than you can say, get these hornets off my penis. Anonymous took down Barr's website, stole his emails, deleted the company's backup data, trashed his Twitter account, and remotely wiped his iPad. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's good. You just don't don't fuck with those guys. Like it's and if anyone from Anonymous is listening, I love you guys. Yeah, please you guys don't are great. please don't fuck please my life up. Don't stop what you're doing. It's amazing. Yeah, they they like just don't piss them off. <laughs> so then in April 2011, they attacked the uh, the Westboro Baptist Church. You guys, this know. is I'm in on this. These are the all God, in on the this. God hates fags. Thank God for 9/11. Yeah, people. fuck those people. I oh hope they don't die. God, they are terrible nightmares. So they even took down one of their sites live on air during an interview with Shirley Phillips, who actually provoked them live on air during an interview. Avenue. Okay, here's what they did. People all around the nation grabbed that news release and they posted it here and there and places you can't keep track of all the places. It went viral. What? Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. My grandson's over here. A lot happening um, over there, Shirley. Well, Roro, yeah, so fight the power. I'm saying because, that so, um, so, uh, so, oh, I think I understand, Shirley. So you don't believe I, that. I Let me go to Anonymous was trying to. I just want to moderate this. Anonymous, go ahead. I was just going to say. Just in the time Shirley was blabbing her religious preach, I actually did some business. And I think if you check downloads.westboroughbaptistchurch right now, you'll see a nice message from Anonymous. So hold on, downloads.westboroughbaptistchurch.com, is it? Yeah, we just, we just put up a nice release while Shirley was preaching there. Just while we were doing this interview? <laughs> yeah, we, you know, we had enough. I mean, we, we responded maturely. We said, no, we don't want to work. Shirley came on the radio, started, well, her thinks I'm going to hell, so we've given her something to look at. Oh, and you can we, you think that if you try to do something to us because we tell Something's you already been done. Check it. That you Check have it. to obey. Hun, I don't... Don't you understand? I have to talk. That's my job. 
It's somebody really? else's job to look at the websites. It's not my job. So hold on. I am getting a thumbs up from my producer that there has been oh, man. a message posted oh, that appears to be from man. Anonymous. They took down on the website while it was happening. It is, and it, Anonymous, are you taking responsibility? <laughs> that was definitely one of my favorite. Fucking great. <laughs> These guys don't fuck around. Yeah, they're just like, hey, hold on a second. Just Absolutely. wait. And we have your website. <laughs> so this was followed by a slew of online attacks. Too many to even mention in this short time that we have. Um, even the NSA to the Vatican. Um, the last one mentioned on Wikipedia was on something called the Freedom Hosting 2. Uh, I don't know much about it, but this was the hosting that uh, this was this hosted an estimated 20 percent of all websites on the dark web. The anonymous hacktivist claimed over 50 percent of data stored on the Freedom Hosting 2 servers contained child pornography. Awesome. So they took it down. Fuck yeah. And a lot of people don't even know this, but they actually Darius. Hacked your place of work. They did? They did, and I will prove it to you. Click on that last... Oh, uh, I told you to forget about it, but click on that last link. I shot, I shot you in that email. Oh, you fucking <laughs> dick. <laughs> I hate you so much. You rolling motherfucker. <laughs> I got you good, you fucker. Uh, you know what? I don't care what the song says. Sean, I am going to give you up. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm out of here. That's my last podcast. <laughs> Look... I'm going to get you back, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm on that soundboard. Everything we've heard so far is amazing. But the issue here is that hacking at any level is illegal. And because it's a crime, these hacktivists don't always fall under the radar. Knowing who to trust in a world of Internet activists can prove to be very difficult. How can a unified digital global brain exist before it explodes? Can information get into the wrong hands? Time to get some answers. Our guest tonight is a well-known internet activist. He's known for his association with Anonymous. He's credited with aiding the organization of 2008 protests uh, against the Church of Scientology. Uh, after awareness of his involvement of Chinology movement became public, uh, Hosh took on the role of media interpreter for newspapers, websites, radio, and television. He is the co-founder and CEO of Rebel News, and you can hear him on his own podcast, The Greg Host Show. Please give a big welcome to our guest tonight, Greg Hosh. Greg, how are you doing tonight? You know, I've never heard anyone ask for a big welcome when they don't have the uh, studio audience. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I put a big clap in the background whenever I post this. Nice, it's great. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's all done in post. It's fine. It's all yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're going to yeah. love it. The, the how I'm doing is uh, it's been about four weeks, uh, 14-hour days with no weekends, uh, working on a new project. God. So I'm getting tired. Do we get to hear about this project well, at least towards I'm, the end? I'm tired just hearing that. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, very I need excited. A nap. So excited you could share your time with us tonight. Uh, so you've talked publicly about your involvement with Anonymous, and uh, you've said in the past that, that words like groups and member are forbidden buzzwords. Uh, can you tell us in your own words what Anonymous is and what you believe it actually represents? It's a brand. It's it's an idea. It's not uh, it's not any group. It's you know. When we were originally formulating a lot of what it kind of is known for now, um, the thought was nobody should be able to own this brand. Nobody should be able to own this name. And the idea should just live on its own, which means anyone can use it, um, which also means no one can shut it down because there is no anonymous. Like when people say, oh, well, I know an anonymous. No, no you don't. You know someone who sometimes <laughs> acts anonymous if they feel yeah. like it. Right, right. Um, and that's about it. Cool. So Anonymous has done so much to, to deny, deter, or expose those they believe to be in the morally or ethically flawed. Uh, what collaborative event do you think first 
unified members of 4chan into believing that as a whole, they are more powerful than just one guy. I mean, the first uh, good cause. Uh, that, <laughs> it doesn't you know, have to be good. Just what, what unified, I guess. Yeah, you're what asking, really right? brought I it mean, together. I, I think, honestly, Hal Turner was probably a, a real turning point uh, for the early, early people. I mean, we wouldn't have had an IRC channel where there were eight of us still sitting there if it hadn't been for Hal Turner. And uh, cool. and then there was the side group of the Internet Hate Machine who also came from the Hal Turner raid, and they were like 20 people in a channel. And that was sort of the early formation of it, you know, for for uh, where we all came from during Chainology, which is the first large, large event that happened. Um, and <laughs> and uh, Aaron Barr puts this uh, this this uh, information out in the Financial Times. Uh, the reporter was Joseph Men, and I'd actually worked with Joseph Men on a couple other articles before, so you know I knew the guy, and I reached out to say, "Is this guy serious?" Because in the article, uh, Aaron Barr had said he was going to expose Anonymous's leadership, and he had infiltrated all the secret, yep. you know, places. And, <laughs> yeah, we talked about yeah. that. And so what we wanted to do was just, you know, see his list, and that little group of um, of people that you know were sitting in that channel decided we're going to go get the list. And then things got really scary for me because HB Gary Federal actually, they secure web applications or did uh, secure web applications, <laughs> for, uh, you know, U.S. government. And it took about five minutes to get in through their management web application for their own company. Wow. Um, that, of course, you know, is always scary because there's no security. Like, there's just none. You can be the people who secure our government web applications and... A good hacker's in in five minutes. That's it's unbelievable. Okay. And, yeah, that is scary. You know, over the next hour, the document is procured. All of their backups are deleted. All of their servers are deleted. Um, uh, everything that they even come close to touching or work on are rooted and deleted. Um, uh, all their emails are dumped on the internet. Holy I mean, just shit. in like an hour. And so those those that group of people that was there started a channel named HB Gary. You know, just off HB Gary. And it filled up with like 800 people joined this channel to, to follow along as stuff happens. And, you know, so that hack happens and, and, it, and it's just nuts for days and days. And Aaron Barr is sitting somewhere crying and, and I, <laughs> <laughs> um, just, just thinking about his tears got me a really good night's sleep. And, <laughs> yeah, he's a. He's a real winner there. If you ever watched We Are Legion, you know, they did a really nice edit for me where, you know, I'm talking about how I think he's, you know, not so bright. And then they they flip the screen right after I call him stupid to him going, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I thought that was the nicest edit anyone could do. But, you know, at the end of that, you know, weekend, we're sitting there with a big event has just happened. And again, we kind of noticed that uh, the same small group of people actually did the hack versus, you know, randos just showing up and then doing things, right? And so they formed their own little side channel, and it was just really the HB Gary hackers who kind of formed that side channel and decided they were going to go off and do their own thing, that, you know, this had been too good, and too many people who were here for just outright good were part of Off HB Gary now after they had started it. They wanted some chaos. We, we hadn't had enough lulls in a while. <laughs> so something else. And um, that's where Lulset came from. Like literally later, uh, I think it was that Tuesday night, like after, you know, Friday, 
then that whole weird weekend, uh, then Monday him obviously meeting with the FBI and having bad news for them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then that Tuesday, they decided to form LulzSec with the idea that, you know, half of them in that channel weren't ever Anons before. They hadn't done an actual Anon op before. They were just kind of around. And so they decided, we're not anonymous. We are this other thing. Cool. But in reality, you okay. know, before all that right. after that, they were all around anonymous. Huh. All right. Uh, the media has labeled anonymous as hackers, but... The most common attack to any website is a DDoS attack, that, but that's different than cracking into someone's server. Can you dumb down the difference for everyone's listening? First, I'd like to thank you uh, for the question and uh, the right use of the word cracking. So just uh, that one kills me. Uh, you know, for a distributed denial of service, anyone can be involved. Hell, computers that no one's sitting at can be involved. It does not take any real skill level to do that. It just takes time. If, if I uh, wanted to build another botnet, I'd put up 2 million bots in a weekend. I mean, it's it's not a hard sure. thing. And for a lot of what Anonymous was doing, uh, it was voluntary botnets. It was, you know, download this piece of software so we can tell your computer what to do because you're dumb enough to do that. Yeah, and, and they made it yeah. easy to join a DDoS attack. Oh, absolutely, yeah, right. Yeah, so, you know, with that, you're just flooding a server. You're just... You're paying when you're running a website for the amount of bandwidth you're using usually, like how big your account is, how expensive it is to run a website is a lot of times based on how much bandwidth is available to you. So you might see it in a different way when you're looking at pricing pages and whatnot, but in reality, the more bandwidth that's available to you and the more you can withstand in terms of users, it, the, the price goes up. And so, you know, if you've got a, a lower hosted kind of website and then 10,000 people show up in one second, your server might start showing errors. So that's kind of what a DDoS is meant to do. It's just meant to make it where your site is unreachable. Or better, if enough people take part, uh, to make it where your web host wants you to leave and turns off your <laughs> Right. Uh, but that's not a hack. That's really just uh, an annoyance more than anything else. Right. Uh, but it's, it's a protest. Whereas a hack is you're breaking in. You are using a hole or a vulnerability in their servers or just a misconfiguration um, that uh, that allows you access and you're, you're going behind what you would normally be allowed to get behind. And with HB Gary, we started by deleting the backups first. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Nice. Did you just say we? Did <laughs> I was there watching <laughs> I Allegedly. Confirm, Allegedly. It was freaking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one wasn't so hilarious. We have to talk about Hector Xavier Monsignor, um, a.k.a. Sabu. Uh, and I'd just like to say, H Hector, if you're listening, thanks for shortening that. That was ridiculous. <laughs> um, he was with Anonymous and Lulsec, uh, later turned FBI informant. How did this affect the trust within the Anon and Lulsec community? Uh, it absolutely ruined the trust uh you know it, it it was um it was all the things where a few of us suspected it and um we all you know started talking about it long before it was actually well known and we all kept getting shut down for talking about it you know i mean the thing that kills me right now that, that just from literally this week like every week there's new hector news and like this week, if you guys would love to just be angry at the TV, you can watch Morgan Freeman interviewing Sabu because like that just happened. Wow. Like what is that's going kind of, on? That's kind of random. Yeah, that's, uh, he's, yeah, he's still, he's still, he's still re How's he still relevant in the media? 
Uh, I don't know. I really don't. I don't understand. <laughs> I wish he got hit by a bus. But, uh, so Print it. It was really weird because I remember back, even referring back to that channel that was right there when Off HB Gary was happening, right, that we talked about earlier, that IRC channel where we were all talking, he was one of the people in there. Um, I had never met him before this. I did not know whether he was a good hacker or not. He's not. But um, I did not know. And if you read all the logs and you read what happened in his case and everything, you'll see that other people actually provided the zero days that he used or, or that he had other people use. You know, it wasn't him. He was just good at getting access to things. But in that channel, uh, when Art HP Gary became a channel of its own, the news started paying attention to what was going on with this big hack. And it started appearing on all the tech news sites and everything else that HP Gary was currently in the middle of getting screwed and um, deservedly so. And, you know, uh, Sabu comes into the side channel, this little private one where there's like, you know, at that point, I think it was nine people. And he's screaming at the top of his lungs because in one of the news articles, they showed the people who were in control of the IRC channel, like eight people. And he was one of the ops. And he's screaming at all the other people, the other the actual hackers, not just the random anons. And he's screaming, if my name ever appears in another news article, I'm going to end all of you. Your families will wish you hadn't been born. If anyone ever mentions me on social media, which I will never use, and he's just going off on them. And they're all scared shitless of him for some reason. These are hackers I know that like aren't scared when the CIA is looking for them. So I don't know what's going on, why they're scared of this dude. I'm sitting there like, who the fuck does this guy think he is in the channel? He hated me. Um, <laughs> I was questioning why the fuck they were all kowtowing to him. And, you know, then suddenly... Go three months into the future, and he, out of nowhere, one day shows up with a fucking Twitter handle where he's the loudest mouthpiece in the world. His name's everywhere. He's giving interviews. The first thing I did was go back to IRC into another side channel, which he wasn't in, and said, hey, so is that still Hector? Is that like, is that still our, our guy? Because it doesn't, you remember a few months ago when he <laughs> threatened to, like, kill you all? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, some website that no one reads like uh and everyone's like no no it's him he's finally just decided he needs to lead the revolution i'm like uh i don't think that's him yeah. and after like two hours of getting yelled at i just said okay i guess it's him <laughs> but like wow no it was man it was crazy when it came out because um you're like at so at jeremy um hammond's you know sentencing i'm sitting there right next to his mom and his mom's going through the fact that his older brother's also on his way to jail at that same moment oh, uh, for a different event not wow. computer related uh, that's, although that's just what, as right as what jeremy did that's what makes the holidays um, so hard though <laughs> and yeah and you know and uh, i mean I, I i went out to dinner with them later and just kind of sat with the family and everything and just the idea that he got basically nothing and then went and hung out in like freaking uh, uh, saunas and hot tubs with like reporters that, you know, were kind of our friends before they went and did that shit. Uh, Dan, uh, fuck you. Um, <laughs> and, you know, um, yeah, it, it was crazy because you looked at the next about month, like the arc was everyone not coming back to the same IRC channels. People checking their private message logs and then people saying, why do you have logs? What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> saying, like, uh, what did I say to him last week? And everyone talking about conversations they had with him to make sure that they hadn't said anything they shouldn't. And like just everyone trying to cover their own asses. And, and then half the people just disappearing and not coming back. And still half of those people have never come back. Like they just ran. And uh, I think it was the right move for some of them. Yeah. I bet. I bet. Huh. So not not to keep the bad hits coming, but so 
you were arrested for helping to run a software piracy group and, and actually served some time in prison. Uh, what was it like being under the FBI's thumb for so many years? Uh, not fun. I mean, I live in Boston. <laughs> and for all the uh, New Englanders and Boston fans, um, I hate Boston. I hate <laughs> I Come to Pittsburgh. To we welcome to you. I was forced to move to New England by the FBI. Um, I don't like it here. Um, and now I'm stuck because I married someone. We've got kids. They can't leave. You know, all these fun things for a little while till school's over. But in a few years, I'm out. I'm gone. Um, nice. But no, it was really messed up because when they arrested me originally, they raided me. Uh, a snitch snitched on me, got me caught. And um, and I'm sitting there just, you know, awaiting, thinking, oh, I'm going to go to jail and wait for trial now in jail. You know, great. Um, and then they don't like actually like keep me in they're like you know lawyer up da, 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 da. you know here's the thing we're gonna you know we took all your stuff i get back to my house like the next day after you know having to spend you know the night with them and uh all my stuff is either on the floor or gone like you know they've they've just destroyed everything and i spent the next seven years awaiting uh, my actual uh time to go to jail wow. and what really sucks as they're Deciding what charges they're actually going to finally bring against you as you're going to court and they're bringing up wrong evidence and you're getting new trials because, you know, tainted juries and um, and everything else is just going like, you know, hell for seven years. You don't actually get to settle down because at any time they could throw you back in front of the judge like next week. So you don't you don't you know, you tell your boss like I could disappear at any time. So don't put me on any month long projects. Right. Um, I was lucky to have a boss that would put up with that. You don't invest a lot of time into relationships. So, you know, uh, my wife left and I just, you know, didn't try and get anyone else around because I didn't know if tomorrow I was leaving. And that, you know, didn't feel wow. it went off seven years before they uh, before they finally put me in front of a judge for a final plea deal. So really, wow. they were just like kind of fucking with you at that point. They were trying to get me to turn to yeah. go against hackers, to work against people for seven freaking years. And I made I made an offer to them. I told them I would work for them under one circumstance. And that was if they would allow me to use my, uh, you know, kind of well-displayed skills at getting into very private places on the Internet to go after pedophiles. You sick me on the child molesters and I will turn over one with enough evidence to prosecute them every fucking day. Fuck yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. That's awesome. Hey, and how many people did you snitch on during that time? An absolute number of zero. <laughs> Not Fuck a yeah. single wow. dude. Man. He kept his and, word every you know, single guy. I still love to say that I did, but, you know, I'll tell you one simple thing. Uh, all the actual court records of every single person who was raided in 1999 and 2000 for all of the big software piracy uh, raids, all of their actual court records are public. Go and find my name as sitting on one stand or providing one single word of evidence. You won't. It's not there. I didn't do it. You're the man. You can't find it because it didn't happen. You are the That's man. Awesome. That's right. shit. But, you know, go search. Hire, hire a lawyer. Whatever you want. You won't find a single instance of it. So uh, anyone who knows anything about Anonymous knows that they got their start as just like a small group of internet trolls and pranksters and called their organized pranks toward one person or another uh, a raid. What's your favorite raid and why? My favorite raid could be good, uh, could be good or bad. I mean, honestly, my favorite raid was the phone call raids on Hal Turner. Like literally, like oh, I, nice. you, know, you really hated had so that guy. Raids against so many people that just failed because those people wouldn't respond or they'd run and hide. They'd turn off their phone, their computer. They they would just disappear. So like, 
or or they like literally Habo a couple times just shut off their servers for a few hours so we'd get bored and stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, he would pick up the phone every time and yell with you like back and forth and like just take it and. It made it so much more entertaining. He didn't understand that he was feeding us by by all the insults he was throwing at us. Right. It was it's so much fun. That, that does sound like fun, actually. <laughs> right? Do you believe our government is out to make Anonymous look like terrorists? I mean, there's a lot of times, like, I always say this with Anonymous, that, you know, there's really three ways an op goes. Um, and there's only three ways an op goes. You want to do something, right? And you might try and false flag anonymous. But, you know, in reality, anonymous really, even though it doesn't exist as any real group, uh, it has a self-policing mechanism when you're bringing an op uh, up. So you're going to follow the kind of standard, you know, tried and true methodology. You're going to maybe make a video. You're going to maybe find a chat service where people can come find you. You might even make a press release and put it up on Facebook. You know, whatever. There, there's a very standard kind of way to say, I'm anonymous and I'm going to do this. And when you do it... Um, one of three things happens. One, you get completely ignored. You're an idiot. Your idea is dumb, and no one shows up to help you. And you realize very quickly that no one gives a shit about whatever you're talking about. Maybe you keep going. Maybe you release another video, hoping to convince, but you're done. Um, number two, people show up and say, this is a great idea, and you teach them about what your problem is, and you start working on it. There's an op. Great. Number three, the idea that you actually put out is so dangerous to anyone who would possibly take part in it that you're obviously a moron or a false flag or something in between, and you are now the target, and Anonymous is going to try and expose you, dox you, and fuck with you. <laughs> you know, like, it's very self-policing in that way. You know, One of those three things is going to happen. There's not much middle ground there. So it kind of stops a lot of the uh, false flag or really just idiots who might get a lot of Anons arrested from ever actually succeeding. Yeah, as I said, I feel like if you're going to, you know, try and fuck with Anonymous, you better know what you're doing, because otherwise you're going to have a bad time. I'm just trying to figure well, out I why. I love uh, how um, uh, Colbert put it about, you know, putting your penis in the hornet's nest. Right. <laughs> yeah, not a good idea. Uh, Greg, House of Cards producer Bo Willman uh, contacted you about giving uh, tips to Jimmy Simpson on uh, how to act like an actor, right? A hacker, not an actor. <laughs> how to act? Wow. How to act like a hacker. That is hard to say, right? <laughs> My question is, how does a uh, hacker impact an actor to act like a hacker actor? <laughs> you know, he originally uh, asked me about actually helping to come up with the character. And then we hired Jimmy because, um, you know, if we do our hair just right and wear the same clothes, we have a very similar look, oh, like the funny. big round head <laughs> yeah, and everything. That's great. Nice. And um, so uh, we, we hired Jimmy because he looked, you know, similar. Um and, you know, not because of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which I do love him on. Um, but, um, yeah, uh, you know, it was interesting because he wanted to tell some of my life story. So about half of what happens to that character actually happened to me. Uh, oh, wow. Like, really dumb shit. But, um, you know, the room, uh, when they wanted to build out, like, his desk and whatnot, I just said, I I'm not going to describe this to you. I just took pictures of, like, my multi-monitor setup and, you know. And my stuff, like even when you're watching it up on the wall is this big uh, kind of collage thing next to his computer desk. Uh, that's literally on my wall at my house. They just found oh, the same awesome. artist and got a copy of it to put it up. <laughs> oh, nice. That's very cool. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, what was really fun about it was when we started writing it, he would come up with a, a kind of a, an arc. He wanted the character to get from here to here and interact with these people. And then he'd write some basic ideas of what their dialogue might be, knowing that all the tech stuff, hacker stuff, he was going to get wrong. 
but he would just kind of put some filler there and then say, okay, now work on this with me. And, you know, that's what kind of the showrunner slash head writer does. You know, he gives you that basic structure, then you've got to fit inside of it. That's cool. And um, so we would actually sit in his trailer um, and, and me and Bo and like work through some of this, even while we were down there, after we had already pre-written most of it, we were then working on set on it. What was the most fun though was in the mornings, uh, me and Jimmy shared the same hotel and we would go in in a van together and we'd sit there and go over the lines and he would ask me these questions like, um, so it, do you stress the white or the hat? No stressing. Uh, and like, do you pause in between? And like, we would have to go over his wow. lines until he had every line memorized and he wasn't stressing the wrong words or using the wrong words. And we had like a 40 minute ride in because they have this giant warehouse in the middle of nowhere outside of Baltimore. Um, and they kept us in a nice hotel because, you know, why not waste the budget on that? Yeah, was working with Jimmy just every morning, making sure that he understood the intonations he was supposed to be using, uh, what the speak really meant, at least from a rudimentary uh, standpoint. So you've been quoted in an interview saying what's right and what's wrong is not exactly in line with what's legal and what's illegal. So it's really up to each individual to decide how far they're willing to go with their protest. My last question, guys, unless you guys have anything, what's next for Anonymous? Uh, well, for Anonymous themselves, you know, kind of the people who identified, you know, and what's weird is I get these questions, not this exact one, but I get these ones out of the press every now and then where they're saying, so Anonymous hasn't done anything big for a while. Is Anonymous dead? And what's great is every time they ask me that question, it's like within three months of something gigantic happening. <laughs> um, like I got asked it literally three months before H.P. Gary happened. I got asked it like a month uh, before, uh, you know, uh, payback, ha uh, payback happened. Um, like just all those. Like they don't, And so they started asking me that about two months ago. Like, is Anonymous dead? Is it, is it, it's all these crazy nuts now. And, and I'm like, okay, thanks for asking that. That means the world to me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so who knows what they do next, but I'll tell you something um, that I'm working on now is um, uh, I'm working on a nonprofit uh, that we incorporated a week ago and we filed our 1023, which is the paperwork you've got to file to get a 501c3 uh, on Wednesday. So literally like over the last two weeks, the paperwork's been filed. Oh, awesome. We have va.org. Um Pretty good domain, I got to tell you. I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah. Did you say V is in like the veterans? VA? Yeah. And we're starting a veterans uh, support uh, nonprofit that's going to use tech to support them and kind of bring them into the political fold a little. With uh, We're calling it Veterans Anonymous. And so, <laughs> that's, uh, awesome. that's awesome. VA, hey. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's uh, awesome. You know, and so we're actually building it out now. Um, I think we launched the website this week sometime. I was hoping today, but uh, it turns out, you know, as a nonprofit who takes donations to build tech projects, your donate button has to work before you launch the site. <laughs> and going at such a pace, uh, the merchant processor isn't in place yet. Uh, we're waiting for them to turn us on so we can turn the website on. Is it PayPal or MasterCard or somebody you hacked? Uh, no, no, no. This is the donor system that is kind of shielding us from them. I see. And what's great is it's got like 170 processors behind them. Got it. And they're actually built to cycle through them when one's cut you off. Um, oh, wow. So Damn. we should be good for a while. I was like, couldn't you just log into their system and turn yourself on? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
you know, I didn't like prison. I'm gonna... <laughs> Fair point. I mean, they won on that one like it wasn't fun. Uh, <laughs> well, Greg, you know so you yeah, guys. So we're, we're starting this nonprofit. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna be really good. I think we're gonna do a bunch of tech projects to try and uh, solve some of their problems. That's uh, awesome. You know, That's a great. lot of anons don't support war. They aren't hawks, and you know, I agree with that. I don't support you know war for no reason. I don't support any of that, but I do support you know our veterans right, right. They deserve absolutely different right. different things yep. yeah. yeah um so i think you know we can come at it from that angle and do a lot of really cool stuff i mean just as a simple unbelievably stupid low level thing we can do is veterans owned businesses as a database online where people can choose to shop with vets if they're vets right well yeah. it exists yeah, yeah. veteransownedbusinesses.com and you go there and he charges vets $99 a month to have a listing there that's wow. not helping vets no that's, that's fucked exploiting vets yeah. So we're going to rebuild it better, make it look like it's not 1999 like his site, <laughs> and make it completely free for them. Greg, you absolutely have a, a donation from the Weekend Superheroes, man. This is awesome. Let's get that uh, button that's working. A, yeah, and, that's a, yeah. <laughs> awesome. And send us a link. Absolutely. That's a, that's a really cool thing. Greg, I can't thank you enough for coming hanging. Do, uh, do you have five more minutes? We uh, play a game at the okay. end of one uh, called Factor Fuck. Are you in? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll start with you, Pat. <clears throat> yes. The fictional artificial intelligence character Max Hedrum was voiced and portrayed by Matt Frewer. I'll go with fucked. Fucked. <laughs> Craig. Fact. That is a fact. Well done. Damn it. I don't know who that is. I fucking love Max Hedrum. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, starting with you. Oh, boy. The Fappening. Or Celebgate, <laughs> in which private photos of celebrities were hacked from the cloud and were, or, was orchestrated by a 71-year-old woman who goes by the name of Grand Anonymous. Uh, I know that happened, but I don't know who the person was, so I'm going to say fucked. Fucked. Greg? Fucked. That is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good. Only Sean can come up with a name like Grand Anonymous. Grand I Anonymous. thought it was fantastic. <laughs> I laughed so hard. <laughs> Pat. In November of 2011, the official 4chan Twitter account announced that the site had been taken down by a distributed denial of service attack. I don't even know if 4chan has an official Twitter channel, so I'm going to say fucked. Greg? Uh, I'm going to say fucked as well. That is absolute fact. It was... Damn. It was... I didn't know everywhere. they announced it. I mean, they've been taken down like a hundred times by DDoS. This was the very first time they announced it. I actually have the Twitter uh, tw oh, okay. tweet right here. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, Steve. Well, I also hope Mood gets hit by a bus, so I mean, you know. <laughs> Steve. Hey. The term phishing replaces the F with a PH as a nod to the original form of the hack of hacking known as phone freaking. P-H-R-E-A-K-I-N-G. I'll say fact. Fact. Greg? Fact. That is a fact. Well done. I'm 2 and 0 today. <laughs> 2 and 0 for Steve. <laughs> I'm 0 for 2. Last one. We'll let you go. Darius. On an episode of the Golden Globe winning series, Mr. Robot. I thought you were going to say Golden Girls. The infamous hacktivist, Greg Hosh, had appeared in a cameo as customer number one. Fact or fucked? Fucked. Fucked. Greg. I mean, it's fact, but it was fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wish I had gotten that when I saw your episode. You were great. <laughs> Greg, big thank you to Greg Host for coming out and being so cool and honest with us. Uh, please check him out on his podcast, The Greg Host Show. Go to va.org and donate to his cause. This is this is 
awesome. good shit, man. Good legend. cause. And it's for a great cause. Go down there and click that hopefully working donate button, and uh, we can certainly record. Uh, if you want to find out more about us, you can find us at WeekendSuperheroes.com, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, Spreaker, Stitcher, and now iHeart's Radio. Greg, please say goodbye to everyone who loves you out there. Goodbye, everyone. Thanks for listening. There is. Say goodbye. Goodbye, ladies. Steve. Hey, I'll see you. End of file. And always remember to <laughs> podcast responsibly. <laughs>